I respectfully disagree podcast. Happy Friday. Got an episode today. Got Big Bro on on here with us. What's going on, man? Not much. What's up? I can't call it. Uh, this episode is by request. Good topic, I think. Uh, it's been a big week. Um, congratulations to my nephew, Jaden. Joined the Air Force. It is now official. And I don't want to speak for you. I'm going to give you the floor, but I'm assuming, you know what I'm saying, that's a proud dad moment you know see your kids graduate start you know venturing into adulthood and you asked me a question and you was like you remember what your first reaction was when you found out you was gonna be a dad and I was like dang so that's what we're gonna talk about tonight and it shows you how dope everything is uh shout out to Gabby Gabby pulled up at the house last night and that's one of the first things that I had asked him because uh, he's got a daughter. He said his daughter's nine months old and uh, that's his, you know, first child or whatever. So, you know, as a veteran in the game now, I was like, you know, how's parenthood, you know, talking to people that's, that's new to this and, you know, just seeing people's face light up when they're bragging and talking about their kids and things like that, man, it's, it's such a dope feeling. And that already knew that we was going to have this conversation. So it's crazy that, you know what I'm saying, like how everything just kind of played out. So that's the that's the conversation today, man. That initial reaction when you found out you was going to become a dad. So let's talk about it, man. All right. So uh, not to put all, all my business out there. I mean, everybody know I, I was a little wild, but yeah. out here in them in them Texas streets. And so uh, I met his mom, you know, we did what we did. We uh, lost contact, you know, we didn't talk anymore. So uh, February the 10th, 2004, 2.35 p.m. That man remember the date. <laughs> I'm in the United States Coast Guard. I just got out of a Come to my office, the little light blinking on, on the phone. You got a message. Message said, hi, this is Roberta. I'm calling to let you know your son will be born on March the 3rd. Call me back. So I'm like, okay. Hey, Roberta, this is Petty Officer Harper, United States Coast Guard. I got a message on my machine about a baby. You know, uh, who you trying to reach? I can put you in contact. She said, no, I got the right person, it's you. Whoa, wait, I don't even know nobody named Roberta. Whoa, well, hold up. <laughs> what you talking about? Then <laughs> <laughs> she's like, it's not me, it's my daughter. And I'm like, okay, who your daughter? So she said her name, and I'm like, oh, damn, I ain't seen her in. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> hold up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we talk. She's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm pregnant." I'm like, "You know, March the third in like three weeks. Like, where you been at? What's going on?" <laughs> so, um, I went on February the fifteenth, day of the Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. At that particular time, I'm in a relationship. So. 
I don't even know what to tell my girlfriend. We celebrate Valentine's Day. I said, look, I got to go to Corpus. I'll be back in a couple of days. Oh, Usher. <laughs> so, <laughs> I went to Corpus. I see her. And I'm like, whoa, this girl like pregnant for real, for real. Like, okay. <laughs> 17 days later, she gave birth. And I, 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 I got mixed emotions. I, I don't know, because in the back of my head, you know what I'm saying? You, you watch all the paternity court, Mari, Jerry Springer, like, and like she and I didn't really know each other like that. So I'm, I'm confused. I'm, hey, Adrian, I don't, I don't, this baby bright as hell. Yeah. I, I don't forget. He did come out Casper. Yeah. I don't forget that, you know what I'm saying? I got what I got in my genes and mama half breed, you know, they're just processing it all. But like beautiful baby boy, uh, nurses clean him up. They bring him to the room to spend the night. I was a gigolo two weeks ago, <laughs> running the streets. <laughs> now I got a hundred baby. <laughs> Nick Cannon in a room, don't know what to do, but man, it's it just. I guess the the best feeling was when that DNA test finally come back, <laughs> and I can say, okay, this me, <laughs> this so, me. So describe the feeling, like I, right. even even in those moments, yeah, you still trying to process <laughs> everything, but it's like. What is so the trip come back? It's like, oh wow, like I got a son, like I gotta change up some of my routines, some of my habits. Like, we in the club. Like, you know how look, look, who's that? Uh Chris Rockman, we in the club. We was in the club for real, six days a week. I'm spending two, three hundred a night. You gotta change your whole lifestyle now. You got a mouth to feed. Yeah, about diapers, formula. So it, it was a, it was like a drastic change, but for the good, you know. Yeah. So then, you know, after we did the math, I'm like, look, baby, I ain't even met you yet when this happened. So she and I was on on good terms with it, you know. After you do the calculations, like I met you probably like three months after this conception, magical conception happened. So. She was understanding, so that, you know, that ended up working out. And, man, I spent the next four years going back and forth from Houston every other weekend to Corpus. Pick this dude up. That's a that's a four-hour drive. I leave Trust work me, I know. On, on Friday. I go drive four hours, pick him up, turn around, come back four hours. Sunday, take him back, turn around, come back. And got to go to work, and we did that every other weekend for four years. <laughs> mm-hmm. That ain't love. I don't know what it. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Now I'm, I'm trying to dig deep, deep in there. Like, what is the what is the feeling? You said reaction to becoming a father. Like, what is that feeling? I understand you said it was new or whatever. Is that a, a nervousness, a, a happiness? Scared uh, nervousness in the beginning because you like again. I never had a situation. I'm I'm 25 at the time. 
Mm-hmm. I ain't had no scares. I ain't, you know what I'm saying? Everything been cool. And this out the blue, like boom. So you you afraid. But then by the time the results got back, you know, it'd been a few weeks. So now you, you in you in the proud moment, like, oh man, like this is my son. The DNS, DNA test come back, you're like, all right, I can see it now. All right, this is legit. Because I done seen situations where kids look like people, but they ain't. So oh, when you get that confirmation, it's just like, oh, wow. And it's just, it's like an undescribable feeling. Like, it's a lot of pressure on you as well because you want to make sure you make the right decisions and do the right things. Again, you're responsible for another person. Right. And so, like, I'm sitting there. The, what day was that? Today was Friday. So that was Wednesday when they, they had like the little coin ceremony. And like, as soon as you see the, uh, I saw the little people coming down the little hill, marching out. It's just like all these emotions, like, you know, tears rolling. Like you remember like the first time you saw him. Like, I'm going to be crying at his graduation. I saw you sitting over, I'm sitting right next to you over crying. That's why I said you can play tough guy all you want to, man. That, that's 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 dope. Like shout out to all all the real fathers out there, man. I ain't mean to cut you off. Go ahead, my bad. No, I'm just saying, like like I said, all that playback, like the first steps, like first time saying daddy. Look, I remember just, him. Uh, that was my college graduation. He couldn't have been no more than what about four, five, maybe. Graduate, well, yeah. Uh, fall of 08. So he was four. Yeah, that's what I said. He's talking he about, four. uh, I want to go where all the girls is at. <laughs> Start them young. Yep. That's that you. was that. He ain't heard me say nothing about no girl. He said he won't get a white one with long hair. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! That's, he said, that was I natural. Go. He ain't heard me talk about no girls. He ain't seen me with no girls. He said, "I want to go where all the girls at." Oh man, yeah, that's dope, doc. But it's like, like I said, um, it's a, it's a, it's a feeling that you can't really describe unless you're talking to another parent. That's what I was trying to tell Gabby last night. It's like you know what I'm saying, like. You, you have these conversations and you're trying to describe this feeling. And it's like, bro, like, you could be having the worst day. And then when you walk through that door and you see this little person come running at you, happy and excited to see your face. Right. And it's like everything just goes out the window at that point. Right. And it's like, you know, to share my, my moment, share my experience is like, I did not have my life in order and in any shape, form, or fashion when we found out about Aubrey. And that was one of them things where, you know, we was going through a lot at the time. And when she told me she's standing at the top of the steps, we's in a little townhouse, and I'm like, man, get the fuck out of here. You know, I'm like, you know, I ain't even thought twice. Like, I ain't never put myself in no position to even think about having a kid. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, 
that thought has never crossed my mind that I was even playing with fire like that. And my thought process was always try your best not to create no child because I know my ducks wasn't in a row. And she showed me the test. And I'm like, man, get the fuck out of here. So that's when everything just starts. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was scared. Like, my initial reaction was like, what am I going to do now? And it's like, I tell anybody, and I, I credit Aubrey for changing my life because once she was delivered and you go through cutting the cord and all that, I mean, like you got called or something. Um, once you go through cutting the cord, doing all that, and it's like now this is real. Like it's here now. And that's when that that joy and that warm, you know, fuzzy feeling comes into place. And it's like, like you said, it's like, damn, like now somebody depends on me. And it's like, we're both young, trying to figure out life. And at the time, you know what I'm saying? Like she had just started teaching. So we're trying to balance life, like. We couldn't afford no daycare, no babysitter, things like that. So it's like she goes to work. I'm with Aubrey. Soon as she come in, I go out the door. Like we changing, like literally meet me at the door. I'm on the way out to go to work and things like that. And even that was just like a shock. You know what I'm saying? Like you just constantly going and going and going and going. And then it hits you where it's just like, bro, like, this ain't going to work. Like, you got to get your life in order. You got to get things together. Like you said, somebody's depending on you. Like, you can't nickel and dime when you got a brand-new child that you got to care for. And you know for yourself, it was like, Aubrey couldn't drink regular formula. So we had a lot of complications with that. And not to disclose, you know, my wife's personal business or whatever, she couldn't produce a lot of milk or whatever. So it got to the point to where we had to put Aubrey on, uh, I could never pronounce it, Nutramagen, I think that's what it's called. The most expensive damn formula on the shelf. And it was to the point to where, like, she was going through a can every other day, and that can was like $30, $40. So now I'm sitting there, like, stressing, like, how are we going to do this? And that was the motivation that I needed in terms of making sure that you become a reliable parent, somebody that your kids want to look up to and being able to provide for them because you know, for yourself, we done been on this podcast several times talking about how, you know, our, our mother made shit work. And it's like, you don't want your kids that turn around and have to experience that those same hardships so it was it was a it was a scary moment a happy moment a joyous moment because it's like you know the first year of Aubrey's life I watched her like you said you know take the first step say the first words and this and that so just being happy it's dope man it's dope yeah 
And unfortunately, like, I guess one of my problems is uh, I didn't want to cause no riff, no, no, no bad juju in the situation. So unfortunately, I didn't disclose that I was in a relationship. Like she talked about, well, hey, you know, now we got a son, let's try to work it out. And I'm just like, nah, I can't do that. Like, I don't want a relationship. But I didn't disclose that I was already in a relationship. And then she'll be like, oh, well, I'm going to come to Houston with y'all. All right, if you come, but you got to stay in the hotel. You can't stay in my place. <laughs> and so it went on for about a good three years until that boy started talking. Man. <laughs> that, boy, that boy went home, baby. <laughs> she kept calling me. Um, I need to ask you something. I was like, what? What is Jaden talking about? I was like, I don't know. What are you talking about? Jake said something about Binya took him to showbiz, to the Chuck E. Cheese. He did what? <laughs> <laughs> he said Binya took him to the Chuck E. Cheese. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's my girlfriend. What? Yeah. Since when? We've been together for four years. Four years? He three. Yeah. Oh, man. Sometimes yeah. it's better to just come clean, man. Who knows? It man? is. Cause that fool got evil. She used to come meet me on the outskirts of town when I picked him up in Corpus. Because when you come into Corpus, where they live, was about another 45-minute drive. Now I gotta go an extra 45, 50 minutes now. <laughs> the paper said pick him up from my doorstep. You pick him up from there and you bring him back. Mm. So Yeah. It, it might have it might have started a chain reaction, man. You should have just came clean out the jump. And it's like, not to get off track, it's like that right there was justifiable. You didn't know. Life, you know what I'm saying? You still got a life that's eight months. That you had no idea. So that's just where we are in life. It's like, you know, that's my son. I love him. I'm gonna do what I can, but I'm in a I'm in a relationship. But everything happens for a reason. I am a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. Cause like I said, not to keep repeating myself, it's like had she not shown me that test, I honestly feel like I would not be in Louisville. I wouldn't be on this podcast. Like that was a life-altering situation. And I can <clears throat> say for myself, it's like that responsibility grounded me. Like it made me realize what life is about. And it's like even to this moment, you know what I'm saying? I got two more, Peyton and Paige. Hell, even that feeling, I'll, I'll touch on that here in a moment. But it's like, Knowing that you don't have everything that you need to survive, but yet you have no choice but to survive, that's a scary feeling, man. Not knowing where the next dollar was going to come from. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was working, but it's like, it ain't enough to where it's like, all right, cool, the baby need this, go do that, da-da-da-da-da. And it's like, all right, nah, this this can't be life right here. But going to Peyton and Paige, it's like, all right, bro, 
I'm married, fresh off a wedding, just moved to Louisville, just started my new job. Uh, shout out to me real quick, cause man, my uh, my ten year uh, anniversary at work actually is tomorrow. So it's like start a new job, get married. You got all these plans and all these visions in your head. It's like, all right, I got a wife. Aubrey at the time is going on like two. Um, so I'm like, all right, now we're going to do this. Going to get a house, going to do this, do that. Boom, boom, boom. At the time, I only got a little Chevy Impala. She told me on my birthday, we's at my birthday dinner. She gives me a card. And God forgive me, honey, forgive me. I'm just being honest. When somebody give you a card, first thing you do is see if it's some money in there. So I open the card, it ain't nothing in. I'm like, ah, whatever. So she's like, read it. Even then, I'm just kind of skimming through it. Oh, okay. Happy birthday. What did it say? Happy birthday from our growing family. It still didn't click. It's like, we just got married. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything is kind of fresh. I ain't. I didn't pick up on what she was trying to say. She's like, nah, read it again. I was pissed. And that was not the react. Like, that's not the normal reaction that you see on TV and movies and things like that. Like, I had a real nigga reaction. Like, the fuck you mean like no not right now bro i just started working we just now trying to get things on track the fuck you i'm like how did this happen how can this happen and it's like (laughs) what do you mean how can it happen and it took me a minute to like again now we're going all the way back to that feeling we was just talking about it's like damn like now what am i gonna do like you go from thinking that things are looking up to now you see this dark cloud and it ain't to say it in a negative sense, but it's like, you know, most people, when they think about kids, it's like, Oh, happy, joyous, blah, blah, blah. But for me, it's like, I'm just now trying to figure this shit out in terms of life and responsibilities and marriage. Like all of this shit is new. So now you add something else. Not to sound racist. I already know where you're going. Go ahead. Keep it 100. Only black people that plan families are the ones that want kids and can't have them. And that's when they start planning them. The rest of us is, is A, is here. <laughs> and you got to go from that. You got to go from there. You know what? I, I, I will say that. People may say hit the button. If you hear this, you listening to it, you may be like hit the button. I do feel like that's somewhat of a cultural thing. Um, I had a conversation with one of my leaders not too long ago, and that kind of came up, and it was like, this person is from uh, up north, and they live here in Louisville now, and they was like, you know, when I moved here, I noticed how many young people have kids. He was like, where I'm from, it's like, you waited until you established yourself before you started a family. And kind of like what you're saying, it's like, you know, 
<laughs> we we glorify sex and fornication and stuff so much to where it's like, all right, accidents happen. It's here now. We're going to figure this shit out as we go. But for me, it's like <clears throat> I stress so much about trying to make everything perfect. Like, I don't want no hiccups. So for me, I don't have that. Oh, I'm just going to figure it out. You know, trust God. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I don't trust God or nothing like that because without God, I wouldn't be where I am now. But I'm just saying it's like, I feel like I have to take matters into my own hands. Like, I got to make shit work. And boom, okay, it's it's official. She's pregnant. No big deal. And she was having some complications. We go to the emergency room, and they're doing an ultrasound emergency ultrasound or whatever she's laid back on the table uh i'm an intelligent person at least i seem to think so and i'm sitting there looking at the screen the little nurse she's sitting there typing she take the little thing she draws a circle type some shit she say fetus a she draw another circle fetus b my motherfucking heart dropped. Do you hear me? I was just like, nah, bro. Like, nah. And I kind of chuckled. So then the lady was like, you see that too? And I was like, yeah, I see it. And she's like, well, I can't discuss it until the actual doctor comes in or whatever. So she wipes the little jelly stuff off, tell Angelina she can sit up. And she's like, you know, the doctor being in a minute. And I was like, no, it's two up in there, right? She's like, you better quit playing. Don't be playing, blah, 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 blah. Doctor come in. Congratulations. Y'all having twins. At that point in time, <laughs> I thought my world was over, man. Like, I, I went from, like, anger when I first found out to accepting it to now it's like this is full-fledged. What the f am I gonna do? We went from so what'd you, one what'd you do next? to three. What you do next after 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 you walked out? I don't know. What you, I don't you called me. <laughs> was was you the first one I called? You don't remember calling me? You still at the doctor? <laughs> Look now you now you tell me something I don't remember. I you said that was shot. <laughs> I, I probably called you cussing. Damn. He's like, man, there's two up on the screen, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. That's why I was just like, bro, when, when she typed that, I was just like, fetus A. Fetus B. I'm like, nah, man, nah. And I ain't going to sit there and air all my laundry out or whatever. But it's like, even with that, it's like, okay, we know it's two. Start going to, you know, your appointments and things like that. And quite naturally, she blew up in a matter of weeks because there's two kids in there. So she had even more complications and she had to have a procedure done. And the doctor just flat out told us if this procedure don't work, he's like, the babies are going to die. So now you add another layer of just raw, like, what the fuck? Like, what, excuse my language. Like, what is going on? Aubrey's only like two. 
So you're trying to process all of it, take care of a toddler. She's pregnant. She's on bed rest. I'm trying to go to work, balance everything. So it's like, I just told you I had a Chevy Impala. So you go from a family of three to a family of five overnight, bro. So now we got to get a new vehicle. We got to do all these different things. And I'm just sitting there like stress and panic. But then once they got here and you saw their faces, bro, it was just like, can't change it, man. You can't change it for the world. I don't regret none of it. Yeah, they'll be 10. This is this is for for the for the young, maybe even old female listeners. Look, ladies, if you know you ain't took your pills right, you know something ain't your little contraceptive then fell out, you need to disclose that stuff when your male partner get home or in the beginning. Thanks. <laughs> we in the middle of the act. Now, I done moved to Corpus, Jaden having problems in school. I done quit my job. Turned in my two weeks, left Houston, moved to Corpus, helped my son out. I don't really know nobody, so I started dealing with his mom again. So we doing what we do, whatever. She wait till it's almost time to, you know, oh, well, I ain't took my pills in a couple weeks. All right, whatever. <laughs> You're in the mold. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, well, boom. <laughs> Three weeks later. Yep. She at work. Uh, can you come to my office? Yeah, what's up? Come hand me the stick. What is this? <laughs> Man, I know you planned. Then you, your mind flashed back to you. Yeah. Well, I did say whatever. <laughs> 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 I <laughs> swear. Swear. That's why I'm just like, you know, in a in a fairy tale, it's oh my god, congratulations. I'm so excited. That's bullshit. I disagree. That is not the feeling. That is not your initial reaction. Unless, like you said, you're planning, you're trying. For couples that, you know, may be wanting a child and go through complications and things like that, once you finally do get confirmation that y'all have conceived. Yeah, excited, balloons, pop champagne, do whatever you got to do. But for somebody to just waking up, damn, I got to go to work, do this, do that, that, that. Hey, before you go, uh, just real quick, hey, we got a baby on the way. Motherfucker, what? Hell no. Hell no. So it's like, it's a, it's a lot of emotions. It's a lot of reactions. But at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, like I was trying to tell Gabby, it's like, I had no idea what we was going to do with two more kids. But once they got here, we didn't have any complications. Aubrey was a great help. You know, most kids kind of have that jealousy factor and want all the attention. Aubrey was the complete opposite. She wanted to help change diapers or go get a bottle and do this and do that. And fast forward, they're still tightly knit laugh and joke and play together and everything and it's like all those fears and everything that went through my head I never really had to face all the the hurdles that I placed in front of myself mentally it never happened like everything just fell into place so it's like you're thankful you're appreciative and that's why I feel like my kids changed my life 
Right, right. And I want to also get something else out there. Like, I have a lot of people, like, they'll ask me, like, why do you so much show so much difference between your kid? And I'm like, I don't show no difference. Like, I love all my kids the same. But what you fail to realize is with London, I was going to school. The VA, I'm a veteran. They was paying me to go to school. So I was at home. I stayed home with London for three whole years from day one. Whereas with Jaden, when he was first born, like I'm back and forth every other weekend because I'm at work in the Coast Guard. So I only have him on the weekends and we got time to bond. Whereas with this next child, like every day, all day, for three whole years, I'm her provider. Her mom's at work. I'm still making money because with the program that I was in with the VA, I got paid to go to school. I got a degree and I got a paycheck for going to school. They pay for all my supplies, equipment, anything I needed. So we were able to save money that way. Didn't have to get a babysitter. I go to school, play the game, watch her all in the same day. So like I literally got to see everything from day one. Right. For three whole years. Yeah. And so it's not favoritism, but just we just have a little bit different bond because she's there all day, every day. Like I got videos where she get mad and Jaden touch me. Like she ready to fight. <laughs> exactly. And that's what I was saying. Like that's you know, you expected that out of Aubrey, but it, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. But no, nah, I, I get it. I get what you're saying. And I honestly, like, I thought that was going to be the bond that me and Aubrey was going to have. Because like I said, hell, I was the one that was there the first year or so. Every day, all day, changing diapers, feeding her, doing all this and that. All them kids flipped on me, man. <laughs> all of them. But the, I ain't going to complain. Because like I said, you know, shout out to my wife. She's amazing in terms of being there for them, you know, as a, as an educator herself, you know, she's been there reading books, teaching them how to write, teaching them how to do all these different things. And, you know, we're, we started the conversation talking about how Jaden joining the air force is a proud moment and things like that. So, you know, to pat my kids on the back as well, while we're on this mic, it's like, we found out this week that Aubrey's math teacher was like, yes, this is new to her. This is middle school. But the work that we're going over is too easy. Like, we feel like she'll get bored. So they've bumped Aubrey up to accelerated math. They're trying to gear her for uh, eighth grade algebra. Then shout out to Peyton. He made the basketball team. Aubrey's got basketball tryouts coming up next week. She says she has an interest in joining the swim team. So things like that. And it's like, you, you tell yourself, like you said, you go back in your head and you're like, I remember them first steps. I remember the first words and this and that. And now you're watching them slowly mature and take that path to where now they got their own wings and they can fly off, which is where Jaden is at now. And you still can't process it. I'm like, hey, boy, you do know you ain't going to have no company commander now. You have to get your ass up. Make sure you at, at your school. You're going to have to keep your place clean. Like, I, I remember how you left. Like, you can tell the difference in the last eight weeks. Like, posture better. It's closed. Like, yeah. 
you can see the difference, but I'm like, all right, now you got to keep this up on your own. You're going to get up there because he's going to Wichita Falls. Uh, he's going to do about six months up there. He's a uh, aerodynamic aerial mechanic or something working on drones and bombers. So he's going to be a mechanic for that. And, uh, I said, man, like I'm telling you from experience, like you got to get up there. You're going to get around people. I was like, do you drink? I said, just be honest. And he, well, I've had a few beers, blah, blah, blah. I said, don't get up there and let, let your friends, peer pressure. You shots, straight shots. Like <laughs> you, you, you got a career now. You got to keep in mind, whatever trouble you get into, you're going to get in trouble with civilians and you're going to get in trouble with the military. So you're getting a double punishment. You got to be mindful of all these things. I said, fortunately, I was in a, in a situation where I'm 19, 20, I ain't get caught drunk, DUIs, <laughs> nothing like that. But you got a lot to lose. So you got to be careful. You got to make the right financial decision. You're on your own now. Like we eight hours away. <laughs> yeah. Then he talking about going to Italy. He put for his first duty station in Italy. Don't Number two, world. Nevada. I so I, about I was, that one now. Vegas. I don't know. You close to Vegas. I don't know. Go on over to Italy. Yeah, let's go to Italy, son. Let's go there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you probably man. need my Italian now. I got eight months to get it right. Yep, you're going to get that call eight months later. That same so call. got another sister. <laughs> <laughs> Over in the boot. <laughs> man. Yep. Yep. Great conversation. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Like I said, man, it's just like, you know, shout out again, you know, not only to all the fathers, to the mothers, like, just being able to say that you're able to provide and care for and nurture and do those things and see these kids grow. And my thought process was I want these kids to experience everything that I didn't get to experience. And even that in its own self sometimes is a, is a lesson because you try to be mindful how you talk to them. You don't want to, you know, verbally abuse them and things like that. And it's like, it's, it's hard. It's hard. And that's why, you know, I ain't going to go off on no tangent too, too much. But, you know, a question was presented to me the other day when I made a post. And I was like, you know, y'all send up some prayers for Peyton. He's got basketball tryouts. And they was like, aren't you his coach? And I was like, no, nah, I'm not his coach. They was like, you know, oh, I was going to say, you better not cut him. And I was like, even if that's the case, I'm not that type of parent. I don't want to be that parent to where you shelter your kids. And it's like, even though he may not deserve a spot, I'm going to put him on here anyway. It's like, no, nah, I want you to earn it. And that's the part that I'm trying to teach him. It's like, you have to get up and want this. Like, it's a lot of talent in this city. And I'm going to work with you the best way that I can. I'm not going to force it on you. You got to show me that you want it for yourself. And sure enough, it took a minute, but gradually over the summer, he started asking, hey, can you help me with my dribbling? Can you help me with this and help me with that? 
And I'm like, sure, that's a proud dad moment. I'm going out here, do whatever I can to help you. But I'm also trying to teach him that life is going to be hard, bro. Like, you got to go out there and put all your effort into whatever it is that that you want to do. And I feel like that's something that I wish somebody would have told me. Because in a sense, I feel like everything just kind of came off easy in terms of school, stuff like that. Like, I never really had a real taste of what it's like to go out and have to earn things in life. So to bring it all back home, it's like, that's why before I found out about having a child, my mind wasn't even really fully on having all my priorities in order, making sure I got this and that setting a foundation. And it's like, had somebody told me that prior to, you may not have made some of the choices that you made, but like I said earlier, it's like everything happens for a reason. But it's like now that's how I want to talk to my kids. It's like you got to be accountable. Like whatever you do in life, you got to be you got to be on it. So good stuff, man. It definitely, definitely is. Still in, in awe. Like so granddaddy was in the service, Uncle Jewel, we got uncles, his grandmama, his granddaddy on his mama's side. Got eight years in, so. What you trying to say, man? You trying to make me the the, the ugly duckling? Huh? I should have put some time in? No, because, I mean, at the end of the day, like, we keep it 100. I, I ain't joined. I ain't no patriot. I joined for the check. <laughs> But he joined for the right reason. <laughs> Shout <laughs> out to nephew, man. Protect and protect this country, man. But like I said, it's, it's a proud moment. Uh, check back later, man. I'm gonna put a little little reel together. Good stuff. Got some pictures of Granddaddy, Uncle Jewel, and him. Grant, uh, I think Jeff was in the army. Landry. So we got a hefty background. Yep. Yep, good stuff. Family member serving the country. Good stuff, good stuff. Great conversation. Like I said, man, y'all know the routine, man. Road to 500. We are at 447. I need 53 subscribers, bro. 53. Y'all hit the thumbs, hit the like, hit the share, hit the subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Anything else you want to add? Maybe go back find one of them crazy clips and 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 put it together, man. I just got a check for eight dollars from Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it counts. It counts. Uh, maybe hey, find some crazy. Maybe we can get something going. No, nah, you know what I. You know what I need to do. I ain't mean to cut you out, bro. Like I keep telling myself to go back and do it, but I need to make a table of content because. We had so many dope conversations, in my opinion, well before I started this YouTube avenue. Like, some of the original conversations that I was having years ago, I feel like was still applied in 2023 in terms of topics that people would be interested in. But it's like nobody knows that they exist for real. You know what I'm saying? Unless you go dig back in the crates to see what it is that we was talking about. And even back then it was like, 
I was only putting episode whatever the number was. You had to go in and look at the description to see what we was talking right. about. Where now I didn't realize I need to put the title instead of episode one, two, three, whatever. I'm putting a topic there now. So it's like if I create a table of contents, it may make uh it may make people go back to go yeah. listen to it and things like that and then try to grow it from that perspective as well. Plus I got some new uh merch getting ready to come out. Trying to put some things together. The seasons is changing, so some new hoodies is gonna be on deck. So y'all know the routine, man. Y'all holler at me, man. Tell a friend to tell a friend. I like the merch. It's cheaper than going to mall buying a sweatshirt. <laughs> And people Appreciate com- it. and people compliment you on it, bro. I'm telling you, I don't go nowhere without somebody saying I like that. And I'm not capping. Like, I'm dead ass. Yep. Well, Passed out some cards. Like, I forgot. And I meant one. to tell you, um, I got to send you this link. One of the guys that work for us here at Coca-Cola, his name is Eric Williams. He's got a podcast. It's like some type of reggae, reggaeton type thing. So I gave him your info. He's supposed to be uh, checking it out. He's like, let, let me get your brother on mine. I can come on his. Let's do it. Where the homies? Let's do I forgot it. to tell you. It slipped my mind. I've been having a lot going on. It just, yeah. just reminded me just now. Plug me in. I'll go follow and do whatever needs to be done. Like I said, uh, that's the got He got the QR code on the T-shirt. Oh, wow. Yeah, he had T-shirts in his car. He showed me one. He got the, they can scan the QR code on his T-shirt and go to his to his podcast. Like you doing like that? <laughs> you know what? I ain't gonna I ain't gonna jock buddy style, but that's a good idea. I like. He that. had on his car. He had a decal on the car. Yeah, look, I ain't doing. That's how I went to it. I scanned <laughs> I scanned the decal on his car, and I got it bookmarked and saved. That's dope, though. Hey, promotion is promotion, bro. And he's actually interviewed like some like real deal reggae people, like musicians. Like he got YouTube mm-hmm. interviews and everything. So I checked a couple of them out that day. I had some downtime. And see that that's dope too, because it's like and I feel like maybe that's where I need to come out of my comfort zone in terms of networking and having conversation with other people. It's like in my mind, my whole thing was I want to have conversations with friends and family to help everybody grow and promote what it is that they doing in life and stuff like that. And I ain't going to say it hasn't been working, but I feel like in my mind, how I pictured it, it would have been doing better than what it's doing. Because like I said, my whole thing is trying to help everybody else. Like I've been pushing and trying to promote and, and grow everybody else, but it's like, People gravitate to whatever it is that they gravitate to. So maybe if I try to network with somebody that has a bigger following, then that's how you keep breaking down those doors. So still got a lot to learn, man, but we're going to figure it out. As soon as we get to 500, hit the subscribe button, man. We out. Hands toasted, no competition. Amisha toasted. I feel so high. I feel so live. My body's in the twine, I'm usually toasting, I feel so live, and I know why, that I can't deny, I'm usually toasting, giddy, fine wine, fools, mock liquor, wish me I'm high class,